Hello, 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 and happy Monday, April 19th. This week, it's called Let's Talk Time. We all have the same amount of time, 24 hours in a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. But it's all about what we do with that time. So we have the same amount of time, but what do we do with that time? So today we're going to start in Proverbs 27.1. Happy Monday. I am Lisa, your hostess here at One Sister's Journey, keeping it real. And let's try that again. Your the first Bible verse, Bible verse, Bible verse is 20, Proverbs chapter 27, verse 1. Oh my gosh. NIV, do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. In Psalm 27, 1 from the voice, don't brag about what may happen tomorrow, because you have no idea what it will bring. And Proverbs 27.1 from the Passion Translation. Never brag about the plans you have for tomorrow, for you don't have a clue what tomorrow may bring to you. And then our second verse is from Psalm 90, verse 12 from the NIV. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Psalm 90, verse 12 from the voice. Teach us to number our days so that we may truly live and achieve wisdom. And Psalm 90, verse 12, from the Passion Translation. Help us to remember that our days are numbered and help us to interpret our lives correctly. Set your wisdom deeply in our hearts so that we may accept your correction. So today we're going to be talking about time. And, you know, Psalm 27, 1, don't brag about plans for tomorrow because you don't have a clue what tomorrow may bring to you. I love that, (laughs) the Passion you don't have a clue what tomorrow might bring to you. And then remember that our days are numbered. And that's where we're going to start this week in this series. And I can't wait. I can't wait. No, I look forward to sharing with you. And hopefully we can stumble through this Monday morning together. All right. So, yeah, our days are numbered. And I, I just, I still can't get over Proverbs 27.1 from the Passion. Don't brag about your plans for tomorrow because you don't have a clue what tomorrow may bring. I love that. Like, you know, the other ones are very nice, very prophetic. You know, you don't know what tomorrow will bring. You know, very kind of like um, the Passion. You don't have a clue. Isn't that the truth? We don't have a clue what tomorrow will bring. I just love that. Um, But I think so many times in life, we're always looking forward. In five years, in ten years, and I'm a goal setter. So, you know, I'm not just talking to you or at you. I am talking to myself. Because, you know what, I'm a planner. I am a planner, I'm a goal setter, I'm a list maker. So probably there's no one else that needs this message more than I do. Um, And I like how, you know, God orchestrates the topics that we talk about. And if you're new to the podcast, then um, 
I, I sit down and I plan out like two to three months at a time, our theme and our Bible verses. Like I take a week weekend and that's what I do. I just dive right in and plan things out. And then each week I have a journal and I open it up to that week's you know, to that month, because each page is a month, and then I look at what our theme is and what our Bible verses are. And I don't look at them again after that, like, week. It usually takes me one weekend through the week into the next weekend to do two to three months at a time. And um, it's always amazes me on how the timing works. So this past weekend, I attended my very first... Epicure Conference. So Epicure is a um, company and I am an independent consultant and Epicure does gluten-free, nut-free, GMO-free, vegan-friendly, sugar and sodium conscious foods, um, seasonings, meal options, um, cookware so that you can make dinners raw to ready in 20 minutes or less. And I um, believe so much in the product and um, noticing the benefits in our own lives um, as a consultant I share that with others so I had the opportunity to attend my first global conference it was virtual because of the pandemic Um, so I took a personal day on Friday the conference kicked off Thursday night So it was Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, and then there was even a couple things on Sunday. And my mind is so full of great information. And why do I share this with you? Um, One, of course, to plug my Epicure business, lisabusky.epicure.com. Check it out. Um, But really, because... Initially, I didn't have the date of this conference on my calendar so that when I looked to see what our topic was for today and it's let's talk time and I'm like, oh, and then reading those verses to you just now, God, like really the Holy Spirit kind of tingled in my heart and like, all right, pay attention because if you've ever done direct sales and you've attended a conference or whatever your line of work is, I guarantee you, you've been here and you, um, you go to the conference and they're like, all right, this is what we're doing. You know, like, so they've added a goal track, a trip, trip tracker onto our, um, back office because you can earn a trip to Mexico, which I'm hoping they offer it, um, virtually because I honestly don't want to go. So I don't know if that makes me a bad person or not, but, um, so, you know, in the conference next year, they gave the destination and I'm like, woo, I added it to my calendar. I added the trip to Mexico to my calendar in case I was, you know, earn it and I'm brave enough to go. Uh, so I'm like, oh my gosh. All right. So bam, you know, don't plan your days out. Right. Don't plan your days out because um, you don't have a clue what's going to happen tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, 
so, you know, over the weekend, what have I done? I have plotted out, added things to my calendar for a year from now and a year and a half from now. And I'm like, okay, don't be a fool. (laughs) Yeah, I think on the other end, we do need to plan and appreciate the time we have. You know, the Bible's telling us, you know, don't plan... Don't worry so much about planning that you miss the moment is really the way I take that. You know, if all we're doing is, um, oh my gosh, in five years, my baby goes to kindergarten. (gasps) In four years, my baby goes to kindergarten. Oh, in three years, my baby goes to kindergarten. Look at all the time you're wasting of reading a story to your toddler or snuggling your toddler or going to the park because you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, in five years, and four years, right? And then you're like, oh, they start kindergarten, and they're going, oh, they're going to graduate. And I'm going to tell you, once they start kindergarten, it's like somebody snaps their fingers, and bam, they're walking across the stage for graduation. It is that quick. I'm just going to warn you. People told me it goes by that fast, and I didn't believe them, but it does. <laughs> you know, you take them to kindergarten, and then it's like, bop, boom. Yeah, they're crossing the stage. But time is precious, and time is valuable. And my friend Patrick, he has a podcast. We all live on a planet. We live on a planet. We live on a planet. <laughs> I am having such a Monday with with my words, a Monday mix-up with my words, I guess. I apologize. But Pat has a We Live on a Planet, and he talks about that, and he always thanks his listeners because, you know, time is something you don't get back, and it is a precious commodity. And so he always thanks his listeners for for spending time with him because time is valuable and precious and priceless. And how you spend it, you can't get it back. If you spend it foolishly or doing something you don't like, you can't get those moments back. And that's important to remember. So as we move into this week and think about time, you can't get those time back yet. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed next week. We're not guaranteed five years, ten years. We're not even guaranteed two minutes from now. And, and, you know, who knows? I record, pre-record my podcast. There might come a day where I pre-record the podcast and you're going to be listening and God's called me home. And I don't share that to be negative I share that to uh, be a realist that we never know and we need to be aware of that. You just don't know, but yet you don't want to live it in such a way that it's morbid and you're like, oh, I have to do this because I'm not guaranteed tomorrow, right? You know, there is like a healthier way to look at it. Um, But it is something to consider. So when you're making your choices, you're making your career choices, your plans for the week, 
fill them with the things that inspire you, that encourage you, that empower you, that make you feel good. Um, Because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or next week. And wouldn't you want all of your moments to be filled with joy and happiness and pleasure? And yeah, there's going to be days that are tough. There's going to be times that are tough. There's going to be difficult things we go through. And that's natural. That's life, right? Um, But you don't want to over plan so that all you're doing is thinking ahead. And so, you know, I go back to the conference and I think about how, all right, Is earning the trip to Mexico for myself and my husband possible? Probably. But I'm not even sure I want to go. So, um, and I'm sure like other people, I mean, and I know like other people in the company are all hyped up and counting down and one, some of them have been there before, but I'm not sure I honestly want to travel outside the country. And so that makes me a United States snob. I guess that's what I am. I just... Um, makes me more anxious and that's how I'm wired and that's okay Um, and I think that's what we need to learn to accept that we're all wired differently and what might be exciting for one person is anxiety um, inducing for someone else Uh, yet at the same time you know you most people, a lot of people, all people probably, it should be all, most, I don't know, need a goal. They need something to shoot for, to keep moving. And I think that's sad on some levels that there are people in the world that if they didn't have something to aim for, to shoot for, to drive them to be more, do better, go further, they wouldn't. But I think that's why goal setting is so important because goals keep us focused and keep us um, looking to the future. And some people are very self-sufficient, self-motivated to make their own goals and drive drive themselves to keep moving forward. And others need that goal setting. They need somebody to push them in order to do that. And that's important stuff. Yet, at the same time, we need to remember these two verses that, you know what? We don't have a clue of what's going to happen. So don't plan your life out so much that when it doesn't go as planned, you have a mental breakdown. Or you're like so flustered because you you can't even, you know, manage to focus or wrap your head around what to do because it didn't go the way you planned. And I was that person. So I'm not, you know, talking to you as someone that hasn't seen it. I am telling you I was that person and I like to plan and I still get a little eh sometimes when things don't go as planned. But I don't know if it's because I've gotten older or I've gone through things that have forced me to learn uh, or both. But I have a plan. I have goals. 
you know, I have goals planned out for the year, for next year. And, but I've learned that when things don't go exactly the way I planned, okay, God has something else in store for me. And I think that's a perspective we all need. That just because things don't go the way we want them to go, they might be going exactly the way God wants them to go. And oftentimes, and personally, that means, oh, um, the I in me, the Lisa, is trying to crowd out and take over what God has. And God keeps me in check. And I appreciate that, that God keeps me in check and says, wait, sister, slow down. That is not the direction I have for you. You're getting a little too big for your britches. I heard that a few times growing up. Getting a little too big for your britches. And, you know, I'm going to reel you back in and refocus you and remind you of what you do and why you're doing it. And we need those moments of rebuking, of correction. And I know that, you know, I have a fabulous dad. I had great parents. Um, They instilled morals and values in us and um, had us strive for excellence at all times to do our best and loved us. And not everybody has that. So when I tell you that God will love you, rebuke you, um, motivate you to be your best, he does it in a loving way. And for me, it's easy to grasp because I have those parents, right? But I also understand there's some of you listening that didn't have the parents that were encouraging and uplifting you. They weren't motivating you and loving you and encouraging you. So when I say, trust God, he's a great father, everybody has a different um, background, a different father that raised them. And so for some, it can be a challenge to wrap your head around that this man, this God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit loves you so much, unconditionally, without judgment, and only wants the best for you. Because of that, when we look at our time, God wants us to use our time in efficient ways to be the best we can be for him. And when he rebukes or closes a door or changes the the direction that we're going, he does that out of love, not because he doesn't care. Yet the complete opposite. He does it because he loves us so much. And God can see down the road where we're going. And sometimes, you know, a little misdirection, you know, think about like an airplane. I'm not huge, like I have, don't have like this super knowledge of airplanes, but it always amazes me anytime I fly or I'm in a boat, okay, on Lake Ontario. Um, it amazes me that we get where we're going because if you steer the plane or the boat just a quarter inch 
or an inch in the wrong direction and you don't straighten it out, you could end up in a whole different place because it might only look like, you know, you just went, you know, to the right two inches, all right? But if you keep going on that trajectory of two inches to the right, instead of going to Sandy Pond, we might end up in Canada. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so that's, you know, I think about that. And so God is like that with us. You know, he sees us taking those, what we think is just like a minor little detour this way. But if we were to continue down that path, we're going to end up in a whole different place. You know, just like being in the boat on Lake Ontario or up in a plane. And I don't know, does that make sense? And so he comes in and he says, whoa, 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 stop, stop, stop. I love you so much. Don't do that. You don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Let's make today the best day we can. And that's what he really wants for us. He wants us to make every day the best we can. He wants us to enjoy every day. And when you're doing what you enjoy and something you have a passion to do, it is so wonderful. So even on your worst day, when you've overslept, got up late, nothing's gone right, still at the end of the day, you're like, that was a good day. You are making the most of your time. And yeah, you still want to plan. You know, I'm still going to set goals to grow my business. Yeah, I'm not going to fixate on those goals or get so hung up on the goals that I forget to live in the moment. And forget to, you know, get to know my hostesses and share the love and the passion and the beauty and the positive energy of what I'm doing with others in the moment. So, you know, it's finding that balance. And my grandmother always told me, everybody has the same amount of time, Lisa. It's just how they spend it. What are you doing with it? You know, because... I used to be a dramatic child and would say, I never have enough time. And she'd say, Lisa, you have the same amount of time as everybody else. So figure out how you're using your time. (laughs) And, you know, it makes me laugh, not laugh, whatever. But um, she's so right. You know, the things that our elders tell us come become realities when you can't go back and say, oh, thanks for teaching me that. But it's true, right? We all have the same amount of time. It's what we do in those moments that matter. So instead of, you know, saying, I don't have enough time, look at your calendar. Look at your daily agenda and say, all right, What needs, you know, prioritize the things that you need to do in a day and what needs to get done. Move it above the line, you know, draw a line on the paper and say, boom, this is what has to be done today. This is a, this must be done today without a doubt and there's no faltering. This has to be done. What is that thing on your list that has to be done? move it up to the top and then at the end of the day when 
because I mean, personally, I overplan my days every day because if I ever get a gift of time, I don't want to have to think of, oh, what was that I was going to do? So my list is always more than what I could do in a day on purpose. But I always prioritize what has to be done. And you know what? And then if you do that, at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I didn't get X and Y done, but whatever. It wasn't a priority, but you got the big stuff done. So, and at the end of the day, and if we don't know what tomorrow brings, you can go to bed, rest your head on your pillow, and rest easy knowing that, all right, I did the best I could do. I made the most out of the time I had, and I feel good. So, a little long today, but I apologize. Well, I don't, I don't, yeah, it's all good. All right. So the rest of the week, we're going to be talking about time. Let's talk time. So what is your greatest takeaway from today's message? I hope that you realize that one, you don't want to plan your life away, yet you still need to have goals. Um, You have the same amount of time as everybody else. It's how you use it. And if there's things that you really need to get done, move them above the line. And then let the little things be the things that don't get done. So as we start this Monday, this week, I encourage you to make the most of the time you have. Because tomorrow is not a guarantee. And, you know, you want to close your eyes and take a deep breath and say, I have been and done the best I can. In Proverbs 27.1, never brag about the plans you have for tomorrow, for you don't have a clue what tomorrow may bring to you. I love that. Help us to remember that our days are numbered and help us to interpret our lives correctly. Interpret our lives correctly. Set your wisdom deeply in our hearts so that we may accept your correction. Psalm 90 verse 12. So have a great week and I will catch you Wednesday and we will talk time again. I am Lisa, your hostess, and you've been listening to One Sister's Journey, keeping it real. Have a great week, everybody, and talk to you soon.